and a mouse keep running, running and 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 running, running everybody and welcome to the weird science marvel comics podcast it's the wayne gretzky episode 99. it's episode yeah. 99 right? yeah that's probably the last time we'll do anything because we're hitting you know what what is it hey uh episode 115 you know, you know there's not many guys in sports 115 or gals no. so i believe that this will be the last time that we mention a sports figure and it's good wayne gretzky the great one as the last one there but yeah Hello and welcome to me and Brandon's podcast where we talk about some comics. We're going to be joined later by Aaron. And I just want to let everybody know if you want to find us all out there on the Internet, go and find us at WS Marvel Comics on Twitter. If you follow us, we'll follow you back. You can talk to us and we'll talk to you as well. We're not going to be jerks. We don't sit high and mighty on our throne of clicks. Our throne of clicks and, <laughs> yes. and likes. Yeah, we're, many, we're, pretty, we're men of the people is what we are. We also have a website where we review almost every book each and every week, including uh, what I ended up having, Brandon. I don't know if you realize this, but in our young website's life, I now have the most views of any review. I'm very proud of that, <laughs> and I will take that to my grave. What probably because. That? That what the X Men, the House of X. Oh, it was well, that, that's cheating. No, it's not cheating. <laughs> I did it. And I'm going to take it to my grave, as I was saying, and that'll probably be next week. The way I eat and not sleep. So, well, let, I, let's I, see. I'll review the one next week, and let's see if it beats okay. it. Oh, I know I will because I'll make sure I don't even share it. I'll, I'll cheat. I don't care. It, it won't do us any good, but I'll make sure that I... Also, then, if you do that, I'll just start another site, and I'll review it <laughs> on another go. site and see Podcast how it goes. Yep. Yeah, it's done. And then it's I'll like write Eric's se- 10 out of 10. Yeah, I'll write seven songs about you then as well. But yeah, we also have that site, which is weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. And uh, lastly is we have a Patreon account. Speaking of house of x number one we have a patreon account where you can go and support us for these podcasts that you listen to and also get many many more shows including the big one at that i think is the weekly spotlight where every week on a wednesday night we end up reviewing two books that are picked by the bad butts of the fresh start crew beep boop and they picked pretty much the two big books in my mind house yeah. of x number one and valkyrie jane foster number one we talked about that now i will tell you that me and brandon talked about house of x i think it went over 50 minutes that review we were going in depth with that uh one of us liked it a little more than the other yeah, uh, that I, would be me i gave it a uh, seven five i wouldn't say i totally no. hated it it's just right, well, a, i'm a spoilers. tough sell on x-men to spoilers begin with. here i was I a nine i think i was a nine two slack today yeah. it made me feel better about yeah myself. i think i was like a nine two so yeah, you you got. I did. You start a new channel there, the Haters Club. Yes. Is, that, is that what you did? Because that's <laughs> so where let's you commiserate belong. together about X Men. Yes, and then yeah. we were talking about Valkyrie, which actually I found a little bit more disappointing. So did you. Uh, of what I wanted because I was looking so forward to it. Well, tonight, though, we have two books, 
And we kind of struggled to pick which books we're going to talk about tonight. Now, saying that, we're really going to struggle on Sunday for the uh, weekend edition because while a bunch of books came out, me and you didn't necessarily love a lot of these. And there's some that just seem like they'd be a real slog to talk about. And, and I, I get flack and I get flack from some people that are involved with us, you know, uh, that say, oh, man, you know, when you don't have to badmouth something, don't go, you know, above and beyond to, to you know, but that yeah. history of Marvel, that, that, that Mark Wade comic boy. If really you want to have some sleeping pills, uh, it's pretty much. <laughs> I, I tried to read that a couple of times, and I know a lot of people are digging it, including uh, Brett on the site. I I didn't hate it because yeah. I slept through it. It, it right. would be like you going to a movie and falling asleep in three minutes, and then you wake up after the credits. I can't say I hated it because I didn't see any of it. happens when I go to see it. Star Wars. Yeah, yes. How dare you? It happens when I end up like, I'm like, oh, what football games? Oh, the Bills are on? All right. Yeah. There's a Sunday nap yeah. right there. Everybody and, but the 78,000 that fill the stadium. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because everyone, including the team, it sometimes falls asleep. They're sleeping on it. But no, yeah. I, I ended up. I quit at halftime last yeah, year. I remember yeah. that. So, yeah, that was bad. Um, so you end up, and I, I still had got a little flack about not talking about that book tonight, you know, and I said, if, if you are out there and you don't, this is going to be my mini review from the five times I tried reading it. Uh, if you're out there and you don't know much about the Marvel history and stuff like that, which I'll tell you, I'm right there. This should yeah. be right up my alley. It's just, I have this problem concentrating and staying awake. Sometimes I, I am a, a person who has severe attention deficit disorder legitimately diagnosed yeah. apparently so, there's a there's a fine line between what mark wade does and what ed pisker does and ed pisker knows what side of that line that's to near, be on. It, what i actually i think there's like seven lines that he because <laughs> i read ed pisker's stuff and i was mesmerized i mean yeah. i wasn't oh, even I just tr- i wasn't even struggling to do i was mesmerized by the whole thing just the cleverness and his unique art this just seemed as if it was an illustrated Wikipedia. And, but there are some people who may enjoy it. I'm not going to say don't read it because if you do want to get a compact version of the Marvel Universe, kind of get up to speed that way, you know, there's some worth to it. I just, I wasn't entertained by it. And that's kind of what I need as well. And that's where the Ed Pisker stuff, I think, is the perfect blend of the stuff you learn stuff but you're also just entertained i said mesmerized i said so <laughs> yeah I, so i'm telling you i i'm kind of bad mouthing it a bit but i'm not fully because i i do see where there could be worth for it i just at the end of all that just this is me actually i i'm already sensing i'm gonna get crap for us not having that on the podcast yeah. just imagine everybody just imagine you and a lot of people who listen to us have podcasts so you don't have to imagine you have a podcast and you have to sit and go through that book and talk about it it will be you know it's already an info dump then to have people putting their info dump on top of the info dump <laughs> it's it's not yeah. a book that i think would yeah, have uh, we can do it wouldn't have played out up. well you know what well, I'm, I'm saying? i'm just saying we'll <laughs> say and then the next page you have this then it says this there's not really 
a lot to discuss because it's just a history lesson. Yeah. So if, if you want that, you can listen to Hardcore History, which is my favorite podcast. So you can go and listen to that. Maybe he'll cover it. You know, there you go. But here we go. <laughs> We're going to do two books tonight. One with me and you. One with Double A Run joining us. Now, that's the thing. We're going to get to this first book. I like it. Brandon does not. And I think that after saying we're not going to talk about, you know, the history of the Marvel Universe, everybody's like, all right, well, if we're not going to talk about this, what big hitter will we be talking about? And of course, the big hitter is Swordmaster, number one. And I I enjoy it. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think that these are going to sell that well. It reminds me of DC's New Age of Heroes, but these are uh, Marvel's attempt of knockoff anime heroes. Yeah, well, they're they're coming out of some things. I think that you might be uh, looked at as a little bit of a hateful man, the way you're saying it, because (laughs) New Age of Heroes Heroes was basically, hey, let's make off knockoff Marvel heroes. This is actually a lot of Asian creators that Marvel has got to come and do some things for Marvel to give that flair of these with Greg Pak doing uh, adaptations and then adding each of them at the end, having a backup story. And we already did Arrow. And that was one of these these books. And yeah. we did that as a Patreon deal. She had I liked powers. It. I liked, liked it a lot more than you. I, I was <laughs> a lot more. But again, I am more of a I, manga fan. I had no fan. idea what Swordmaster was coming into this. As soon as I like, you know, pushed it to my reader and and saw the cover pop up i my eyes almost got stuck really? in the back i of my think head. i thought yeah, the, the uh, cover looked awesome no. i think the art in this is great no. i think the art's <laughs> fantastic in this because it's just it's anime art it's a very stylish deal but it is here's the creators the first story is sword in the tomb written by shinzu art by gunji and it's adapted by greg puck so the guy does you know all the the art here he doesn't have anybody joining in it's pretty impressive in my mind the second one is sword master and shang chi master class and to me that is the attempt to say okay here we go we're, we're gonna do this you know you're gonna get this first story again then the backup with uh shang chi is supposed to kind of get everybody involved because you know the master of kung fu and all that but uh right that's written by greg pock art by ariel anandito Colors by Rachel Rosenberg, letters by VCs of Travis Lanham, and the covers by Gunji as well. And they have a, a bunch of variant covers. Now, I did see one review, one of the highest ones on the roundup, was talking about it and said that it made the joke. And it, it did actually tickle my fancy and made me giggle that they're like, yeah, you know, these are books that are written by Asian writers, Asian artists, and they're not C.B. Sobolski undercover. <laughs> yeah. This time it's not him. And that. That yeah. actually made me giggle, but yeah. So you're get, you're going to get thrown in here very well, that's quickly. Because what it, I would imagine that Suzu or whatever this the writer is, that's yeah. a male, correct? I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't seen. I don't think you can make that assumption. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't know that you can assume anything. But so you start off, and this is the thing in anime. A lot of times, when you start off, you do have very cold opens. You get thrown in, and what happens is you are introduced to the character, and pretty much introduced to Swordmaster, even though at this point. 
he's not Swordmaster yet. He's having a dream that he keeps having a recurring dream. And basically it leads to us finding out that his father was an archaeologist and ended up finding a sword, but then disappearing. And he has not heard from his brother or his dad in a while. He's sleeping. He wakes up. He's having some problems, just that. And his friend comes in and is like kind of he's trying to punk him. He's dressed up in this ceremonial uh, armor and he ends up punching his friend right in the face. And again, it's a very, very anime. Like I said, I said this before when we did Arrow. I know that you would tend to say that it's more of a manga type thing just because it's it's a comic. It's on the page. But these two things, Arrow and this, for me personally, it actually reminds me more of an anime on the page than a manga. And that's just me because I'm more of an anime fan. I didn't even read the description. Lin Lee grew up on tales from ancient Chinese history and mythology. His father was an archaeologist, and Lee and his brother used to accompany him on expeditions, seeking adventures like the ones in the stories about heroes and demons. One day, his father brought home a sword from an archaeological site in the Valley of a Thousand Tombs shortly after he disappeared, leaving behind the sword in a mystery only Lee can solve. So, you know, you have this thing where he's having a recurring dream of being the sword master fighting this giant demon. You would guess that eventually that's how this will lead. He'll end up having to fight this demon to get his dad back however it may be but yeah his friend comes and wakes him up and he punches him he wrecks this you know mask and then they kind of spell out the idea hey you know you had the sword you're having this nightmare again the friend is pretty much a dude bro because yeah. he's like he what you having a nightmare again about the sword and you're missing dad i love that he comes in he's I like i love his haircut it might oh, be yeah, my yeah. favorite part of this that issue is this guy's good. haircut he comes in and he scares him after after Lee is having a dream. And then, you know, he wakes up, punches the guy. He, you spell out that he's upset still in the point where he almost starts crying, it seems. That he's you know, yeah. has his ha- head in his hands. And that his, his friend is like, oh, man, you know, I'm sorry. And it's Chang is his friend. Cause, and he even picked the lock to get in. But Chang's like, oh, man, you know, I'm sorry. It's like he's just standing over his bed waiting for yeah. him to wake yeah. up. Oh, yeah, he's waiting. And really, he, uh, <laughs> he has not uh, cleaned that room. That room looks like my room when i uh in uh like my high school oh it's worse probably but he's there and it's like oh man lee i'm sorry you know i forgot that your dad and brother were missing and you're sad you're about to cry and then oh man i had that dream again what what you dreaming about the swords when you could be dreaming about the ladies? I'm like, you just forgot already about his dad again. This this yeah. friend, it's it just he he's distracted. But yeah, yeah. he ends up. He's no good. You know, they're talking about it, and he's like, "Come on, man. You know, you you can't think all every minute of every day about this." And anyway, old Chang took care of business and he got him the address of where he can go to talk to the guys I who thought, they think I was, he was giving them rolling papers to roll. Yeah, no, first. no, he did not do that. <laughs> uh, he ended up giving him this thing where he can go and talk to these guys who were like the last person or people who saw his dad. And in fact, they ended up beating up his dad, which is an odd deal because they end yeah. up, he ends up going to this bar and these guys are there and they're talking and they spell it out here. 
it's pretty much a setup that, you know, you had Chang who didn't know, but got set up saying, oh, we're going to get that guy's, you know, son. Yeah, we're going to double dip now. We're going to steal some stuff from him. we're going to get paid for this. And he does show up it's very again, very anime as the one guy ends up slapping. The other guy looks like he crushes his face into the <laughs> table. They're just, you know, yelling at each other. It's like the three stooges here. And uh, he you end up having uh, Lee want to know where, you know, the last time they saw his dad. And they said that basically this demon storm red fog came out and kind of swirled around. They have a picture of it. He sees a picture of his dad and they end up beating up. Like I said, at one point they just show up and like, yeah, you know, we beat your dad up a bit. We roughed him up and things, but (laughs) the strangest conversation. Yeah. Because they wanted to get in. They found out about this tomb. And this tomb, the rumor of the tomb is basically like, oh, man, anybody who gets in is in trouble. And these guys, rightfully so, because this is kind of a thing that will go on with these ancient tombs and stuff. Not as much now because most have already been found. But back in the day, the way you could get people to not break into a tomb, not break into something like this, is to you know make up lies. It's cursed. Yeah. Or it's cursed. It's anybody who goes in, there's a demon. Anybody goes in, nobody comes out. You know, that's why you get all that sort of story surrounding things like this well they were going to just blow it up they were going to you know they they rigged it with dynamite they were going to blow up a hole and go in and steal whatever's in because they said with this amount of storytelling uh it has to be something good even says sounded like the kind of story you'd spread if you were hiding something good so they set up the dynamite they're going to go in and uh that's when at least dad stops them and comes like, Hey, you know, you grave robbers stop. This is scientific treasure. Get away. Well, then they end up, you know, beating the hell out of him, blowing it up to get in. But when they do that, this demon kind of comes out and, you know, and then your dad disappeared. We didn't see him. Uh, But yeah, here, here's the info. Here you go. What are you going to give us? And it's this Jade Cicada that he had this, uh, this little jewel that's supposed to be worth so much money. So they give him the info. And in the weirdest thing to give him back this, you know, Jade Cicada, he puts it in a like little treasure box, one of those puzzle boxes, goes click, clack, click, gives it to the guys and just basically says like, oh, well, you know, since they're such pieces of crap, I'm going to make them work to get that. And I'm thinking to myself, the one guy says get a hammer i'm breaking it open i'm like i'm almost with you i'm i just cut it open he says you can't use the hammer you'll break the chains it again i'm like, like wood right you yeah just, i'm you telling just you yeah. get a saw just kind of cut it through because he he just and it's funny because basically what he's done is hidden a precious jewel in a rubik's cube here where these guys probably will eventually figure it out and they'll have it. So it's kind of just a goofy deal, which leads, though, to the end because he ends up going off. Now he knows where his dad's going to be, even says, you know, I, I made that box because I want these guys to work at it because they, they jumped my dad. I'm not going to make it easy on them. Uh, well, while these guys realize they've kind of been punked now, they try to get him. And I, I like it, too. He just walks away. He, he doesn't run. He yeah. just leaves. And they go out of this bar. These guys let yeah. him. He like yeah. kind of pulled one over on him. Well, and they gave him like, the yeah, box, him and I think they thought they could open it quickly, but I love they go 
go out, he, he just walked away and then got a taxi. And they're like, where'd he go? Vanished in the thin air like his father. And I'm like, really? Like, you know, he walked away and got an Uber is what happened. But I do think is this that Uber that, driving on the ocean. I, mean, I just think it's because it's, it's raining. Uh, but I do think that what the setup is, is that these guys now will go after him as well. Uh, because then he gets home. There's a knock on the door. And what I can only say is a guy with broken hands looks like he walks around like a spider has shown up with a package. It looks like the the chick from the ring got a job. Yeah, That's yeah. <laughs> and so, and it even says in the deal, like, you're going to have to stay tuned for next month to see what's up with that crazy guy who delivered the package. Now, here's where I think that this is uh, a little, I, I don't understand why they went this route because we have this going, the mystery of how he became the sword master. Yeah, and I'm yeah. telling you, you don't like it. I actually like this part. I like it enough uh, because, again, it, it kind of goes back to I haven't really watched anime since like, you know, 2005. Uh, but I really did enjoy it at one point. This kind of does remind me. And I, I say that I've watched My Hero Academia recently and I've read the manga of that. But I actually think that if you are looking for something that is very manga, very anime-esque. Why I like this as much as I do is because it it's going with that. This doesn't seem like a fake version of it. These guys are doing this, and it's it's legit in my mind. This could be a just a manga thing that wouldn't even be at Marvel. You know, a lot of times you'll get these uh, manga type adaptations of big things. There's even a Star Wars one, and when you read it, you're just like, "All right, I get it." You're kind of at that. Now, this is this is the legit thing. Now, where I think that this plays out, and I don't know why they do this. I I kind of guess that they want to get uh, Shang Chi in this, but. Yeah. This backup thing where he's already now Swordmaster when we're going, you know, I don't need Swordmaster training as Swordmaster when I'm not getting the, yeah, I'd rather you stop where you did there and then, okay, you know, and eventually it morphs into this book. Like, say you get Greg Pak to jump in, if this would last, I don't think the sales are going to be great. I hope they are, because I actually like to have this option. Uh, but maybe Greg Pak jumps in at issue six, five, six, with this continuation of the story. It's just odd to go from like, okay, you know, Lee's there. So when we jumped into the next part, where it is, uh, you know, Lee learning from Shang-Chi and training, I actually was like, is this the same? I'm like, yeah, it's the same guy. So this is weird. You know, they're down the subway at points they're going, but that all ends up with them on a, a, you know, at a park on a rooftop type deal. I guess it seems, uh, you know, chopping a tree and it's basically a lesson issue of Batman rebirth. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And basically the lesson is you just don't attack you have to kind of look at your enemy. You have to kind of, you know, use your mind as well. See where the grains flow. See where the knots are. See the path that you'll take. You get to see the sword, uh, which is cool here. Um, but yeah, you even have the idea. It's almost like a Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi type deal that mm-hmm. I know you love with Star Wars is the idea of, you know, even with more in my mind, it's Yoda 
and Luke on Dagobah, where Yoda's having Luke try to lift the X-Wing and he can't do it. And he's like, it's impossible. I can't do it. And then Yoda, impossible, is it? And goes and lifts it up out of the swamp where you have uh, Lee. He's going to town on this with his sword on this big log, this big, you know, stump. And he can't do anything. And he's like, it's impossible. The thing's just, you know, whatever. And Shang-Chi looks at it and actually kicks it in half you know it's like again he's the yoda in this brandon i know you love the yodas and uh when he's saying this you have shang chi talking to him and he's like yeah you know what you have there's a lot of people around whatever you have to be safe but you also have to you can't jump into things you have to study them you know people will be studying us as well whatever and you do see what appears to be aries watching and he's like yeah i couldn't have said it better myself and he's ready to attack so that's the whole thing and then it says at the next what's in the mysterious box what's up with that delivery man uh and i'm telling you like when it was i'm like uh, should we not say anything about this delivery man? Like he seems to be having some problems here and maybe we'll, we'll be told that we were awful because the way he, but no, no, it's, it is supposed to be something <laughs> He looks wacky. like the dude from the chick yeah. from the ring. Yeah. Yeah. There I've watched star Wars, never saw the ring. So I'll take you. Mm, I've you seen go. the chick though. Uh, we're tied. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think in my mind, this is an eight out of 10. I like the art a lot. I like the story. A lot of people, I actually, that's pretty low for the reviews, but you know, I don't go by the full reviews (laughs) on the site. Andy gave it an (laughs) eight five. He really liked it. Uh, What do you give it? Oh, I'm afraid to even give this a rate. I would just give it a five. I mean, it's totally not for me. Uh, I fell asleep probably three times trying to get through this issue. It's weird. The first part, I actually got through it in like two seconds. This was a character from Agents of Atlas until the yeah, very yeah. end of the book. Yeah, that's I'm the just, whole thing. Most I, I have of these no are from that. in that team in any of these stories. Like, it's just very hard for me. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 it's okay, I guess. It's just nothing about it grabs my attention or stands out to me that, that makes me want to follow it, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I'm not saying that I'm going to read every issue of, and I don't think that we're going to continue talking on the podcast because you hate it and you're a hater. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but besides that, I actually enjoy it. I'll probably check out the next issue, see if it's going on. And that's the thing. It's weird because I'd like to hear from some people who read it because I actually thought that it was a little too quick a read until you got to that backup because, I mean, most of the pages are three panels they're real big panels there's you know a lot of two panel pages stuff like that so i kind of got through the first part i'm telling you in three four minutes i was like god that i i don't know i actually thought we weren't gonna have a lot to talk about because it was so fast but yeah i like it a little more and and again like i said with arrow if you're not on the patreon yet brandon uh you when we talked about it i said the one thing and i i agree with it same thing with this is the idea that there's not a lot of options at the big two for a book like this. So when you do get a chance, if this is kind of your thing, if you're somebody who's like, well, I read a couple Marvel books, but I'm really in the manga. I really love anime and I wish there was something I can jump onto. I I do think that you should check this out and you might dig it. Uh, If you're like Brandon and you're a, a, you know, a a guy, a caveman who can't, you know, (laughs) go after uh, over his boundaries and a hater. No, I, I just it's one of those things that I think that you can if you're at the comic store, just look at, at two pages. You'll know if you'll like it or not. Yeah. You'll get the I mean, idea. I, I'm not so I'm pumped to read this issue about mania this week. She was in all those flash issues I loved about, you know, uh, yeah. coming back from space night. So, you know, there's things I do like this. Um, 
kind of, I don't know what I feel like in my mind anyway, is kind of like a cash in or a rip off of kind of like manga, well-selling manga. Yeah. Uh, Marvel like I said, they went to get, get these legit people from Asia to do it. It's not like, you know, you have this and it's like Al Ewing on it or, you know, hey, Jim's up. I have yeah. shown up. Are He's going to be in the Agents of Al. Are these Atlas. stories that were like released in no, Japan I don't or know. whatever I think that they're being republished no, I don't know. Here? I think that they're new. I think that they're, I have no idea. I didn't look into it, but I think that they are new and then they're adding, again, you want to see the cash in to me as the second story so that you can charge a couple more bucks so you can get it as an oversized deal. Um, But yeah, I I actually enjoy it. So uh, check it out. But we're going to go off to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy with Double A Run. But before we go, we talked about last week, we got a one-star review on iTunes from Ragnajok, and uh, it was kind of bothering me the whole week. I told you that I wasn't going to be bothered because yes. of the idea that it's something that we really can't change. It's kind of our style, yeah. a conversational style, and I'm not an editing you know, wizard, even though I probably edited over 3,000 hours of podcast by now, and that might be an understatement. Uh, but yeah, uh, so as the week went on, I, I ended up getting upset and thinking maybe we could reach out to Ragnarok and we can get him to reevaluate the podcast. I, I would doubt that he listens anymore, but if, if yeah. he does, or if it's she, he or she, if they are listening, I just want to know that usually for us, you know, weird science and myself personally, what we like to do, what I like to do is use song as a means to influence people and sometimes throw shade. But this is, I actually have a song here for Ragnarok if he's listening uh, about what we might want him to reevaluate. And I'm telling you, I, I didn't think that it would be one of those that I would ask somebody to go from a one star to a five. I, I don't right. think that he's ever going to go to a five, but maybe a three, right? You, you could <laughs> go up to a three, maybe listen to it a little more and decide. But if Ragnarok's listening, I, I did do a parody song for him. We're going to listen to that in between these books. So when we get, listen to this and then we'll be back with double a run to talk guardians of the galaxy. on iTunes to check out the show and I saw a one-star review. I said, hey, that Ragnarok don't need to be a big cop. I got no trouble with you. And I know you don't know me, but I wish you would let me ask one favor from you. Right, and we are back, and we are joined by Aaron. How are you doing, Aaron? I'm How doing are right. you doing? Getting all a, right, getting a little you? sleepy here from the late I start. I am very sleepy. <laughs> I, I think that people will be able to hear. I have like I get my soothing voice when I'm sleepy, uh, trying to soothe myself to sleep. I haven't been sleeping well lately. I think last night I went to bed at quarter of four. Well, in the morning and i'm having some issues so then it always hits me now we'll i'll be saying i'm sleepy now 
I won't get to bed till three. I'll just be sitting yeah, around. I do that same thing to myself. I'm always exhausted, but I never go to bed early. It's not and, and what I'll be doing, I'll be sitting there. No. Yeah, really. I'm going to sit in bed thinking, why can't Brandon just accept Swordmaster as a decent That's book? Right. Is what I'll be saying to myself. Swordmaster uh, why, has why, sword powers, Aaron. Why, why is Brandon <laughs> such a hateful man? All that's and, coming to mind, and, mind is yeah. that one dude that got kidnapped and like cut across the chest with a samurai sword by these guys that yes he was posing to be a gangster or something like yeah, that there you go <laughs> there you go sword master master. Has sword that's powers. what you get he does he he ends up and also <laughs> uh sh- you know he tries to break a log with his sword and can't do it Era, so, so right. far we have arrow Sexy. who has wind powers and yeah sword master who has sword oh powers. oh you guys are talking yeah. about those age of atlas books yeah yeah that's <laughs> yeah. what we're talking about all right you both of your haters. Here we go. Uh, Guardians I, 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 of the didn't, I didn't read them yet. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like I wasn't them. on the joke until I. Caught I, it. I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy a couple things. I enjoy manga. I do enjoy Tea anime, and, and I enjoy the love of my fellow humans. So mm. that, that's why I enjoy humankind and the the Human diversity. Love. Of humanity. It's something that Brandon like up in other? Buffalo, <laughs> up there, Brandon, he does not know what that is. It ends up, you know, right. they all are just hateful up oh, there. Well, but all here they we do is cuddle together that to is stay true. warm. Yeah, the really. You, you have to. You don't have a yeah. choice. We're Guardians of the Galaxy. Other, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy number seven. Stop it, Mr. Hate. We're going to get another one star <laughs> review with your rambling. <laughs> We're Guardians of the Galaxy number seven. This is written, obviously, by Donny Cates, art by Corey Smith, colors by David Coriel, letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Uh, and I will say, we were talking, me and Brandon were talking a little about the art. It's a weird, inconsistent art for me uh, in this. There's some things that I like a lot, but why does Star Lord look like Beck? He, he's got a really odd look to me, and I, I'm not digging it. So, But here is the description previously. Assembling on an unlikely team of heroes and former adversaries, Peter Quill led the Guardians of the Galaxy to stand against Hela, the Asgardian goddess of death and the Black Order. The battle was costly, but together the Guardians were able to prevent the resurrection of Thanos. Now the improbable team has disbanded, but a core group of heroes remains. But even while taking a well-deserved vacation, the Guardians cannot rest for long. After all, there's always a new threat creeping at the edge of the cosmos. And I did see that Aaron, I believe it was you, put a little picture up in the slack, pretty much giving the RIP to the Nova Corps. <laughs> they, they have the worst Again. luck. You, you you mean, you yeah. mean the How red shirts? The red shirts they of the are universe? The red shirts. I, I sat there and I'm reading and I'm like, boy, really? They they end up well, being I mean, killed it, more than it, multiple it, men. Yeah, that it, is it, what they it, are. It, it's it's the fact that it's not like one or two of them dying here or there. No. It's like when they get they get attacked, they get all wiped oh, out. Oh yeah, they they just go destroyed, slant. decimated. Yeah. <laughs> like they, oh, they don't go half. Just, <laughs> yeah, and they go. They're ending up and no. they're in space now. All I will tell you, even right away in this beginning. And as we go on, uh, my big feeling of this whole issue is, yeah, it's a lot of setup. I'll I'll give it that. But 
in my mind, and this is just me, and this is me coming on to the, you know, the Marvel thing for about a year now and wanting certain books being one, the Guardians of the Galaxy. This finally actually feels like a Guardians of the Galaxy book to me and, yeah. you know, and not just a continuation of Donnie Cates' past things. Yeah. Uh, well, I, like I will the admit, narrower focus on the Yeah, team. and I will admit, I really thought that at some point at the end, out of nowhere, Null would show up and start doing things because that <laughs> seems to be his mo and no, he doesn't uh, we do have and the universal church of truth we do have, though, which yeah, is we basically have the cosmic equivalent of mephisto we do but and and with this though and this is the version from the future they're saying they're all confused about you know what's going on but where i can kind of join in with that and i don't mind is in a weird way because we had talked about old man quill a bit now we we fell off the book but in that yeah. it dealt with the universal you know ch- yeah. uh, church of truth so it, it seems in my mind just from the limited scope i've had that clicks with me seeing you know star lord and the church so i didn't mind so i see uh, that and i'm I like actually oh, right, ran, cool. ba- ran back to the uh, last issue of old man quill to see if there was any connection to this like after them reading. leaving yeah. to get there and stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so you like the that. same idea it actually clicks in my mind and and yeah with the you know the team being a guardians of the galaxy team now that i can kind of say okay that's the team you got some other guy you know you have Lockjaw, yeah and beta ray bill that we i i kind of remember and it seems like this book was delayed because i swear we talked about the last issue on the podcast and it seems like a year ago that we talked about it, but <laughs> you, you end up with the Novacore RIP. <laughs> they are yep. done uh, because That's as they're them, approaching them again. the Universal Church, uh, looks like almost like a, you know, a hive cocoon type giant ship that has just debris around it. It, yeah, it, it has it's this a big cool design. Onk on it or something. Yeah, it has like the big onk like on it. It's one of Saturn's rings made out of space junk. Uh, yeah, it. it's, yeah, space, be, it's almost it like Trash so much, Island. It has its, its own it gravity now because yeah. it's such oh, a it's, massive yeah, thing. So huge. it has all the things that come up against it destroyed around yep. it. And it all but looks I, like I destroyed like that stuff. One, the opening sequence, though, where it pulls out. For backwards from the Ankh and then it pulls yeah. out to this the shoes being shown. I thought someone was gonna be like totally hanging, like yeah. like I am Bane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I also like it, when you look at the design of this thing, first off, it's huge. And, and it is an epic scene because you basically just have the Nova Corps, you know, just in space around it, you know, trying to see what's going on with it. You do have, like you said, a gravitational pull around it because it's so big. But then on the very top, it's like kind of a cool, like a Roman type, you know, Greek church yeah. on top of it. And then when you see the back end, you're like, it's kind of a pirate ship, this thing. And it actually, <laughs> I was like, this is really cool cool like yeah. right away it's got jets I am on more it excited. And- yeah i was more excited seeing these things and just the the how this progresses with the nova Corps, wondering what they're supposed to do if they're going to get back up and go in and you know they're getting you know commands and things to go and approach and again i'm like this is a very it's a very cinematic opening it's a very but it feels like the guardians of the galaxy finally that i've been waiting yeah. for so i was very excited and then when the ankh lit i was like oh no and it, and it felt trouble. like a nova nova Corps book like yeah, i've been yeah, waiting for yeah, it too exactly yeah and then, it really aww. did and then it's not a nova Corps <laughs> book at all because <laughs> if it's a nova Corps book guy you... with three guns in his arm really thought he had something yeah. going for himself oh, yeah. there until <laughs> nope 
Until now. <laughs> yeah, because uh, if it's a Novacore book, you unfortunately get the cliffhanger on page six because mm. they end up where <laughs> the Ankh lights up. You end up having the high priest, if you will, come out with two guards, uh, you know, that they're all fully armored, look like, you know, the Devastator type deal. They come out and, and you have... Uh, the guy just say, I'll oh, bless you for your sacrifice. And they don't know what the heck he's talking about. No. And then it looks like these, you know, light tendrils type thing come and grab them. And then when it does grab them, they end up, you know, having faith in everything. And, and you know, having faith of taking your space helmet off in the middle of space. And that's quite some faith. It's not yep. well done. Not you're you're well. done. And I like as this goes on, you do end up getting uh, Peter and Gamora. They're having some sexy time on the uh, planet of ill, repu- uh, ill repute of Dolo Mayan. And uh, they do spell out that Groot has won him a new ship playing some, you know, crazy backgammon. And they're going to rename it. Gamora wants to name it after a hot dude and not, you know, um, Sarah Michelle Geller or stuff like that yeah. that he kind of throws out. Or Feruza Bulk out of nowhere, he wants to name. I'm like, he must have just watched The Craft uh, to go because that's <laughs> pretty much she does. She's a weird type where sometimes she looks pretty good sometimes she looks really scary uh, yeah bruzable. <laughs> yeah she uh, is yeah, yeah. Like i didn't Jerry's eric girlfriend in the light yeah eric eric really likes her in Waterboy. he's intrigued by her in that and i'm <laughs> like, like she scares me i like her i like her in the craft yeah and, and in Waterboy. Waterboy, she just scares me i'm telling you like yeah, she would no. be i'm not a, a hard person to beat up mini alligator yeah. i'm out yeah she's she's ready to go but uh yeah, so yeah, you have a bunch of things that are again the idea that Groot want a ship and they're gonna name it and and Gamora wants to name it after a hot guy from you know Earth. That that's really fun. This like is a fun Beck. book all of a sudden, like and he Beck. looks like Beck. <laughs> he does. Uh, Maybe that's yeah, so, what she ends up naming. Na- him. No, <laughs> it actually seems like she names it Bowie after <laughs> David Bowie. That's because uh, even that they like pull Bowie in here, so I guess that's what she named it. But this is the fun stuff that. That's going on now the fun is kind of cut short when peter's dad calls and you do find out that indeed all of the nova Corps is destroyed well, like yeah. they are it, done. It, it, except for a half dozen or yeah something like well they, that because... here's the smart thing that donny cates does actually yeah. because Ryder's still out there too because they say the only ones that we can send are you know jack Ryder and these so they're out there so you do have those guys but yeah for this though you end up with a new ship but they, he gets his dad's call and it looks like his dad is you know getting taken over and, and Same it's thing weird that happened too. to the nova core yeah and like. it's weird too by the end and this is a very quick issue i mean we're almost done the issue we're getting close but in your mind is this a full setup by his father who's involved or do you think he was taken over and kind of converted himself because i i'm not I really know, his dad's that never really a good guy well that's yeah, what i'm saying i'm not that knowledgeable with his dad and just letting them see him get taken over and have the have faith and you see the glowing eyes to what it ends up being you know it's almost pushing peter to think that oh my dad's been controlled or whatever when he gets there but why show that why why you know you're you're trying to trick him to get him there anyway why go the full thing? Why not just have it blip out? Or why not just have, hey, this is your dad. I'm here. I'm going to go try to do something about this and join me. Uh, but I guess maybe you have to make it dramatic so that Peter yeah, will want to really go. 
I think this might be something, something or someone that knows Peter and wants yeah. to break him down to his core. That's what I'm saying. Like it seems it, like it, more it, of a setup than just getting him there. I, for, I, it you doesn't know. seem. I mean, they don't make it like visually evident that it's his father, older from the future. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This ship might still kind of looks the future. like just a recording too, with the way the art's depicted. Like, it yeah, could, well, you know, it could just be yeah. a video manipulated or whatever. And and we'll go, but I mean, it is him at the end. It seems that he's yeah. been taken over. So, and that's the thing. Like, I think what Aaron's uh, kind of you know hinting at as well is when they get there, they he does break Peter free of that because there's obviously something more he wants. Probably like the whole idea of the father son will take over the universe type deal that we we get a lot of times with these things. But yeah, with this though, you have it going on, and it didn't seem like they would get involved, but one. Once he sees his father, once he sees that there's trouble, you know, you're going to get Peter going. And, and through the narration, through Moondragon, is like, well, you know, Peter would have jumped on the thing if any of us were in trouble. If this was my second cousin, I think Peter would have, you know, went to go do the yeah, right thing. That would be uh, our and, next mission. Yeah, and they, yeah, really, the second cousin. They, they end up going there. And again, I said, and I remember when we were talking about the team and, and who we liked on the team and who we didn't, I did say to, to Aaron that the only thing that I was worried about Lockjaw was that all will get Lockjaw is so that they can teleport out of the ship into something <laughs> yeah. else. That's yeah. all Just, he's here for, this one. He, he doesn't really yeah, do yeah, anything he's else. He's basically beam me up, Scotty, anytime yeah, they need to go anywhere. Beam, beam me up, Lockjaw. That's about all he ever really has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just hoping that there would be a little more because we had that little hint of him and beta ray bill being longtime secret friends yeah, he, from he the death of the inhumans the show like thory does you know no like no he doesn't but yeah and, and again you're gonna go through and if i'm gonna have some complaints because i don't think this is a perfect issue i enjoy it i think it's one of the best of this run so far but it already seems like you just have Beta Ray Bill and, and Lockjaw there for, you know, window dressing. You're not doing anything with them at all. And uh, that worries me. I, I want to see more of them. But again, this is they, just a... Se- same, yeah. same with Quasar. Yeah, same Quasar with Moondragon. Well. I mean... Yeah, and at least you get a Moondragon, little Moondragon. Moon, Moondragon is the new Mantis because in, yeah. in the Annihilation, Mantis basically d- worked as the communicator so they didn't have to work with comms. Yeah. So they didn't have the kind of stuff, but Mantis was a very formidable opponent too in that book, and yeah. it was very take charge and played her own role. So I mean, it, that's still one of the things that's sorely missing is the divvy up of uh, action for yeah. each character, or uh, some talking parts, or some basic uh, more knowledge than the the cookie cutterness he's been giving in this book. Yeah, and and another thing was when you do get and you don't really get it that much in this issue especially is Groot has been pretty good comic relief as well. Groot when the mutiny when he took over the, you know, the whole deal yeah, and yeah. things like that and you have That's the little good. mini Groots and things like that and it's again there's a story it seems that he wants to tell here it's going to center more on just peter it's going to center on the church here so when you're going with it you do kind of leave like you said you get moon dragon at least moon dragon gets the idea you get the narration and also you get the you know big thing because of the comms but it's still not that much and like you said quasar you, you could go through this whole issue and then at the end say hey who was on the team here 
there's a couple people that you're not going to end up it's mentioning really, because it's tough to even remember yeah, they were it's in it. It's really yeah. just trying to hang its hat on annihilation so far. Yeah, I mean yeah. that whole that whole uh, event was uh, spurred on by all the Nova Corps dying. Yeah, yeah. It had so, and it had it had Quasar in it, it or Lara Vell, and it had. Uh, you know, Moon Dragon and yep. it, it, the, just a couple extra ones they're putting in here, but I mean, they're giving nothing to the couple extra ones that they put in here. No, you know? I mean, yeah, they don't have anything to do. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. So, but yeah, they end up at the ship that, you know, we know is bad news. We know what's going to happen. They end up teleporting into the engine room there. The cathedral, I guess, is what they call it, actually. And, you know, you, you're wondering. And at this point, I was kind of like, yeah, I think that's Peter's dad under those robes. I mean, they, they, we <laughs> haven't seen his father anywhere no. else. And I didn't think that. So I'm like, yeah, I think that's going to be the big reveal. Uh, obviously, it ends up being that. But as they go towards them, uh, they get hit by those tendril-like things. And you have most of the team, you know, everybody at first, you know, have faith, have faith. It ends up severing the connection with uh, Moon Dragon. She kind of, you know, jumps out of that screaming of what's going on. But they let whoever it is, which ends up being Peter's dad, lets Peter out and, you know, has him and like, oh, you know, hey, son, I want to see, you know, I want you to see the glory of all this and and seems on the up and up in the, in the, in the worst ways. But he seems like it's him and he wants to, you know, do these things. But unfortunately, everybody else is just, you know, they are now have faith, have faith. And actually, they look like zombies. Yeah, they're, uh, now, they're totally commanded yeah. now. So it seems like, yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, then there's the time jump to now where it looks like they, you know, Moon Dragon and Groot have gone off. And at first I thought they were in the ship. I'm like, boy, yeah. that ship really went to heck really quick. Uh, but they end up there where they're going to get a guy to help them get all of them back. And it's, you know, it's a big moment because we've been waiting for him and all that. It is Rocket, and geez, he looks terrible. <laughs> he, yeah, he is know. in such he, trouble. And uh, he looks like a you, burn victim. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, what are your theories on it? Uh, you know, Aaron, do you think that this is that he's just dying, and they're trying I, I to keep think him? He, I think he's just dying because those uh, the creatures yeah. are only supposed to live so long. Yeah, that's what I I think that that's pretty much. I saw the, some people the, like there's like a there's like a, a a name for it, a Marvel name for okay. the genetic creature that Death. he's. monstrosity is what they call it rabid the thing i don't really understand though is is they sit there and talk about how this uh this ship runs on life by taking life life. yeah and it's it's a it's a flip on what it used to be it used to uh run on faith yeah, faith. And that's what it ends um, up saying that people have then. So you would think it would still be the same thing, but they do say yeah, it, that it, it runs on life. Yeah. So it, are you so when he is he commanding these the the guardians of the galaxy now, or is he sucking their power? 
Yeah, it seems. Yeah, and the weird like, thing is, when they said that to the Nova Corps, that obviously was that the Nova Corps was going to die, and, and some of them committing space suicide. That seemed to then be, since yeah. you had the connection, when the life was severed, you would think that then it transfers into the ship. But when you see the Guardians there with that, I don't understand what it means then. I, like you're saying, I don't understand because they just look like Gar, you know, they look like zombies that are being controlled yeah. then. And is it siphoning off their life as they're going? So if you were going to live 65 years, you know, it's now taken three years off your life. And as it goes, you go down. But uh, the thing that I think throws me off is you don't really know because nothing's really changed except their glowing eyes and things yeah. like that. You could have at least had, you know, Peter's dad say to him when he says about the life and all that, say, uh, by the way, you know, we're, we're getting some good fuel here. Y- your friends have already lost 10 years of their life. Something that gives yeah. you a little hint of what's going on. Because like I said, the others with the Nova Corps, it actually seemed more like it was like a you had to like okay you, you you're to gonna have faith you're gonna die to, if, with yeah. your faith like we have such faith in you we're now gonna commit suicide for the greater good like if it you seemed like die that was while, what was doing while, while we got our tentacle yeah. around you all your life energy yeah, goes all your into life the energy ship. goes and in the meantime we're gonna tell you that you know believe us have faith you can and it doesn't take really that helmet like off in space and it's, yeah. it, is is it just like sitting there in space and waiting for people to come to it yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Like, and then I'm saying like, and then you just sit there and you have these zombie like face zombies, and then <laughs> so you have to get, just sit there. Uh, it's a space yeah. Venus vibe trip. Yeah, yeah. And, and then exactly. you have yeah. to sit there and wait for Beta Ray Bill to die. Are you just waiting for him to die of old age as he gets siphoned off? I, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, that I, is I, a little. I could see how I. I this is when I, I feel like I kind of like a book, though, is when it, it gives me this gears kind of rolling where I'm just like, yeah. well, what, yeah, a, like what about it. this? What about that? I mean, is it, this is actually kind of interesting. Like, I, I could see it's kind of being flipped on and, its head. And except right. for those couple little things that we've been complaining about since day one of this title, basically. Yeah. Uh, of the mistreat mishandling of the characters not giving them enough of voice not telling us enough about them uh yeah. just just they're kind of for, for wall drapings right now and i i'll tell you uh when we do you know the podcast and the dc podcast as well one of the things though that is the danger of what you're saying so you get these little things even not the little things like where you're talking about the gears are going you st- and we start talking like oh man with these tendrils do you ha- it does it suck the life does it do that when these sort of things happen donny cates is good enough to do this but a lot of other writers that we all know who i'm talking about hmm. end up throwing these mysteries out there and then five issues later, you realize he didn't really think that through. It was just thrown out there. Then that's when you start hating a book. So you're really you're you're walking a tightrope when you do these sort of things. But in my, you know, I I don't have year upon year. I'm not you know nobody has fifteen years of Donny Cates history to go back. You know, he's some somewhat new in the grand scheme of things. But everything that I've read, he's pretty much come back and you know explained most of the things, so I can trust him. And then that's when I do get intrigued and start to 
think about things and start to work the mysteries and things yeah. like that. There's other writers that I would see this. I'm like, I know that they don't care. So why do I care? It's just out there to just be out there. So yeah. hopefully, you know, we do get some more info. We do see uh, more of that. But like I said, there there is really good art in this issue. I just really don't like the way Peter looks at that one point. And there's a, a couple things that may be a little teeny bit off, but overall it looks great. And uh, I think that the colors are really good. I uh, Brandon even mentioned, I think before we were talking, I don't really like the way Gamora has been looking anyway, but it looks consistent with how she is. Yeah, and just, things they're like just that. Try to give her like too cute of a button nose. Yeah, and just, I, it they're just seems rounding weird. her features yeah. off. I but mean, it seems to be it looks consistent. Like she has black eyes, but they're yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know that's, that's her too. character look, but it always throws me off. I don't know why. Yeah, I, yeah, I like and, how I like how it ends though with uh, Groot. He he puts his hand up like, oh, I don't want to yeah, look at yeah. you, Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so <laughs> awful. I, I'd love it too if Rocket comes out and it's just like, give me a kiss, baby. Because yeah, he he's the he is Darth Vader without the the armor well, on there as Rocket. Like he looks he terrible. Comes out. He comes out, he's like, yeah, I guess I'll help him. Well, you're on a crutch. You have, like, yeah. no skin yeah. on your body. What the heck are you going to get? What are we'll you have to do? see, though. We'll have to see why they need him. I mean, he can put together a couple good gadgets and things, so we'll see what they're up to and what they have in mind because I don't think that they want him to storm the castle. I don't think he can do that. I mean, he's yeah. hooked up to so many machines there, there and there just looks awful. There wasn't too many hints at uh, Rocket going through this uh, metamorphosis, shall we say. No, no. Uh, th- just like two issues where there was a couple little comments that I, could, I noticed. And one yeah, of them, th- it was okay. in like that, uh, n- one of those uh, weekly comics that knows okay. n- the last one that came out with the Hercules. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know. The, end, the, uh, but- the Avengers, uh, that one. The yeah, no Road Home. home. Yeah, no yeah, Road Home, that's it, yeah. Yeah, the the thing is, I'm guessing then that maybe they end up kind of stopping Peter's dad and then can work a way that they can hook up something to do with this. The way the ship's set up, that they can inject life into Rocket is what mm. I would think the setup is. And that's why I would think that they're I mean, you know, really spelling Quill, that out. So we know he's fine, right? And, uh, and some, <laughs> he he better, worse better, here. <laughs> he does. That's what I'm saying. Something has to go on. And I, I have a feeling that it's going to involve that whole concept of siphoning off life and, uh, yeah. you know, being able to kind of recharge so him. We'll and then vampire rack. Well, you would. And, but the thing is like, you are kind of getting to a point where they're showing you that you do have a shelf life for old rocket. Like you said, it is known that the, you know, the experimental mutant kind of thing that he is, you do have, a shelf life that he's going to die. You're going to have to do something to reset that uh, because you're not going to let rocket die. So I, I do think that that might be what we're going to be dealing with, but we'll see. That's my uh, little oddly. Connection. I was just uh, watching a documentary with the wife where it was uh, these, the children that have that disease where they age really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And then they kinda... say, I'm like, what the rocket raccoon documentary? I was, I was actually, <laughs> what I was thinking of, why is Brandon <laughs> laughing about these poor people? I mean, you don't say that. He laughs. Yeah, well, that, yeah the, the, the paradigm disease or something. Yeah, there was a guy. PI, did they yeah. actually have the the guy that would go on Maury a lot? Did they show that guy? Because there was one of those you know, somebody with that disease that would go on Maury all yeah. the time. Became like a good friend of his. Uh, but yeah, that's maybe he needs the Universal Church of Truth, and they yeah. could all do that. But yeah, uh, overall. 
Overall, I think I'm telling you, when it, the first time I read it, I was going to give it a 7.5, but I think I'm going to go up to an 8. I think I'm going to go 8, uh, solid 8. I, this is what I wanted from the book, but it's still set up here, so I, I'm looking forward. But yeah, you're still having a problem with not having everybody. And before, it was because there were 7 trillion people in this book that you couldn't yeah. really focus on every. You Everyone have now narrowed down the team. Dialogue. If you're going to narrow down the team like this, make it so that you've narrowed it down to a point where you can get everybody involved, which hasn't happened yet. Uh, what would you give it, Aaron? Uh, I, I think I'm gonna go with seven five. I was okay. debating with the that with was the my going, first one. going with the seven, but I actually uh, appreciate this art a lot more than uh, what Jeff Shaw gave us last issue. No. Um, little dig there. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my! <laughs> Watch this, out, this singer was, to uh, Jeff Shaw. This, He's gonna this, come this, after you. <laughs> this issue though was definitely a, a highlight for uh, yeah, the whole series for me. Yeah, so. it, it to me it gets me excited about the series now. When it, before I was like, really, uh, you know, because I wasn't even involved in a lot of the stuff, you know, prior to this, the Thanos stuff. So for me, I was just like, all right, I'm here to see what's going on. But I was waiting for an issue like this. I what still about miss you, Brandon? Special Thanos. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I actually, I'm gonna... uh, baby Thanos, special Thanos. Yeah, that that's now I remember what we were talking <laughs> yeah. that last issue. Special yeah. Thanos that we needed. Uh, what are you giving it, Bren? I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna split you guys seven eight, just short of an eight, because okay. I do it. I'm I'm with you. I think this is one of the more enjoyable issues of the series so far. I like that we have, you know, more of a, a storyline that's not contingent on previous stories that came before it. So it, it feels new and fresh. It doesn't feel like he's cleaning up a mess that that he was mandated to clean up. So. Yeah. First Dark Disease, we'll chalk it up to that, and then we'll move forward from here, Yeah, I guess. it seems like a lot of these books have that, you know, especially since Fresh Starts started way back when into whatever they call this now, because I wouldn't call this yeah. Fresh Start anymore. But we do, you know, with the theme song. So so take that. There's the singer call UCB event Cebulski. Start. They always have an there event you go. going. Yeah, yeah I would have so. really, really appreciated from them to, just to cut out that uh, Peter Quill and Gabora sex yeah. bedroom scene just and, seemed and, like and, and it was and, weird and had like had like a little bit of uh the oh basically his Root name Gamora? is that what you're <laughs> no. looking for i don't know i don't no. know that he's looking for that <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that'd be uh rocket and crude i mean no. you know the but yeah dog, you could have done the it. dog and thorns <laughs> yes yeah you, you could have done that you could yeah, have had, you know, Lockjaw and Beta Ray Bill talking about their past, uh, past exploits. I'm still waiting yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah just so. a little bit of, like playing cards and talking to each other a little bit or something like Strip that. Strip poker, but. is that what you're talking? You're awful. Yeah. That is a dog, <laughs> that is a dog and, a, and a Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, right. well, that dog was human once. <laughs> Yes, it was. I didn't, it's not anymore, though. But there you go. There we're done. Uh, but yeah, they both books. You know, not according to Brandon, but I enjoyed both tonight. So we're gonna go mm-hmm. off now uh, and uh, go off into the sunset with that nice little bestiality talk by uh, Aaron that I'd like to thank him for. Yeah. Uh, but where I will mention again, we're on uh, Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. 
Uh, you follow us, we follow you back. We're on a website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, where we have a lot of other people doing reviews, so you get another point of view uh, on a lot of these books. And we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash weirdscience, where you can go support us and get a lot of other shows, including that Patreon-only spotlight this week. That was House of X, number one, and Valkyrie Jane Foster, number one, which I still think should be called Jane Foster Valkyrie, number one. But supposedly it's not, so there you go. But everybody, that is it. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later.